Welcome to the American Families of Faith Project audio article series. These audio articles are written, read, and recorded by Lauren Marks and Dave Dahlheit, co-directors of the American Families of Faith Project at Brigham Young University. Each article has previously been published in various online newspapers and magazines. Visit AmericanFamiliesOfFaith.byu.edu to learn more. Hello, my friends. This is Dave Dollarhite. I'm a professor of family life at Brigham Young University. This is the 15th in a series of what we call audio articles that were published online. This particular article is called The Best Practices and Benefits of Religious Parenting. It was published in what's called Public Discourse, which is the journal of the Witherspoon Institute at Princeton University. And this is in one of their sections called Religion and the Public Square. And this article is written by myself, Lauren Marks, and Hal Boyd, who was a professor of public scholarship at BYU for about a year. Here we go. Surveying the growing body of social science research helps bring greater clarity to the complex and largely beneficial interactions between religion and family life. The research also suggests evidence-based best practices for effectively integrating faith and family life, including religious spiritual authenticity, nurturing parent-child relationships, balancing religious firmness and flexibility, and encouraging youth to have spiritual experiences, to sacrifice meaningfully, and pray earnestly, all while parents preach a bit less and listen a bit more. Decades of research support the proposition that healthy faith-based practices in the home are strongly associated with pro-social outcomes for children, youth, couples, and families, especially among racial minority families, immigrant families, and religious minority families. It is important to understand the benefits of religion in the home and to consider research-based best practices when it comes to faith and parenting. When a study was released several years ago claiming to find that religious families and specifically children were, quote, less kind and more punitive than those from non-religious households, end quote, it made headlines precisely because it seemed to contradict years of study and common wisdom. It turns out, however, that the researchers had read the data wrong, and earlier this year, the paper was formally retracted by the journal Current Biology. In reality, plenty of social science continues to support positive correlations between religious practice in the home and pro-social behaviors. A rarely achieved gold standard of social science research is the multi-generational, longitudinal study in which the same parents and children both offer reports across several years. One such study by Sarah Spillman and colleagues found that religious involvement predicted positive marital and parenting interactions for both generations examined. What has been understudied, however, is why faith and families are such a robust combination. What is the magic at work here? We think that we now have something of an answer. The reasons for religious benefits. Over the past two decades, our American Families of Faith project has studied the reasons 
why religious involvement has positive potential for strengthening family relationships. We've identified specific behavioral patterns in faith-based marital and family relationships that help cultivate healthy interactions. In our research, we give voice to those who have spoken with us. Therefore, all of the articles we link to in the rest of this essay contain direct quotes from parents and youth of faith that illustrate our findings. Meaningful religious traditions, for example, not only provide a sense of connection around the holidays, but families also report meaningful daily and weekly rituals. These include weekly Shabbat practices for Jewish families, weekly Fem Home Evening for Latter-day Saint families, daily prayer, Salat for Muslim families, family Bible reading for Evangelical Christian families, and regular forgiveness and confession for Catholic and Orthodox Christian families. Each of these practices yield myriad reported benefits. Religious involvement is especially helpful in supporting and strengthening minority families such as African-American Christians and Asian-American Christians. Many may wonder whether shared secular practices within families might create the same results. As David Zoll observes in his book, Seculosity, people may not be attending religious services as frequently, but contemporary replacement religion is in abundant supply. Zoll notes that many now divert energy once dedicated to religious devotion to more secular pursuits such as TV shows, sports, shopping, fitness, technology, politics, and other passions. We are not aware, however, of research that links any of these with the same expansive range or depth of benefits to marriage and family documented in connection with religious devotion. Admittedly, religion does not always result in positive outcomes in family life. Along with other scholars, we have found that although religious involvement is largely positive, the nexus of faith in family life contains dualities that allow religion, when misapplied, to cause potential harms to occur to individuals, marriage and family relationships, and to societies. Best Practices for Religious Parents To avoid a toxic approach to faith and to more fully appreciate the benefits of religion, parents and couples should understand research-based best practices regarding religion and family life. According to an American Enterprise Institute survey, about 30% of young adults who were raised in religious homes are now religiously unaffiliated, while only about 11% of older Americans raised religiously are now unaffiliated. Although the American Enterprise Institute report mentions that, quote, Americans raised in homes with more robust religious experiences are less likely to disaffiliate from religion entirely, end quote, only about 7%. It is important to mention that of those who become disaffiliated from their childhood faith, about 70% said that they stopped identifying with that faith when they were 17 years old or younger. A 2016 Pew Research report found that of those who report being religiously unaffiliated, also known as religious nuns, N-O-N-E-S, because they check a box for none when asked about their religion. 78% of nuns report that they were raised in a religious family. 
About half of these say that they are no longer religious because they lack belief and mentioned science as the reason that they no longer believe. A striking irony is that social science has repeatedly and conclusively demonstrated that religious belief and involvement is, in most cases, quite beneficial for personal, mental, and physical health and for marital and family relationships. The religious potential for either harm or help suggests the need to consider better ways in which religious parents, particularly highly religious parents, can share their faith with their children in a healthy and beneficial manner. Drawing on our findings from dozens of published social science studies, we now mention eight key social science ideas or best practices regarding religious parenting. Number one, cultivate religious spiritual authenticity. Both the youth and the parents we have interviewed have emphasized how important it is for parents to be an upright example of what they claim to believe. Many of the religious parents we interviewed believed it was important to be authentic with their children about the parents' weaknesses and failings, as opposed to trying to seem better than they really are. Walk an authentic walk. Two, nurture the parent-child relationship. While many parents might feel that engaging in religious activities such as prayer, reading sacred texts, and attending religious services are paramount practices, our research and others has repeatedly indicated that the quality of the parent-child relationship is even more important. Worship with warmth and love. Number three, balance firmness and flexibility. We have found it is vital for parents to balance religious firmness with religious flexibility in their parenting. Parents who learn to avoid unhealthy religious rigidity in their relationship with their children are more likely to maintain more positive relationships with them and their children. Avoid rigidity through balance. Number four, balance desire for religious continuity with children's agency. The parents and children we interviewed described relational processes that supported both parents' desires to pass their faith to their children while honoring their children's agency. Healthy practices included teaching principles and values, providing expectations of religious participation and responsibility, not forcing faith, allowing exploration and mistakes, and showing respect for children's views. Honor both family legacy and children's choices. Number five, help youth make meaningful sacrifices. We found that many religious youth take their spiritual and religious identities seriously enough to make significant religiously inspired sacrifices for others. Giving and serving matter. Number six, encourage spiritual exploration in youth. Our findings confirm the importance of helping youth explore their own faith and others' faiths. Parents can expect and should support an active process of religious and spiritual exploration among their children. Parents who understand that it is normal and healthy for such exploration to occur are more likely to provide youth the space they need and want, while being there as a stable, supporting, and faithful resource for them. Encourage deep seeking. 7. Make prayer in families meaningful. 
Our research has shown that an important intersection of religion and family occurs with regular family prayer, a practice that reportedly influences family relationships in various ways, including family prayer is a time of family togetherness and interaction, as a space for social support, and as a means for intergenerational transmission of moral and spiritual values. Further, for the families we interviewed, family prayer involved issues and concerns of individuals and the family, helped reduce relational tensions, and provided feelings of connectedness, unity, and bonding. Family prayer unites. And number eight, listen more, preach less. Parents and youth told us that the ways parents approach parent-youth conversations about religion and spirituality matters. Youth and parents reported that it was a more satisfying and successful religious and relational experience when the conversations were more youth-centered than parent-centered. Listen more, preach less. Based on our in-depth interviews with almost 500 American adults and youth from many religious, racial, and ethnic backgrounds, we found that personal decisions regarding God, religion, and faith have profound relational consequences for individuals and for their loved ones. These consequences often greatly enhance couples and families. Informed by the best practices from social science and the best of religious belief, parents can raise their children with the benefits of a meaningful faith as part of a nurturing community in a manner that honors children's humanity, their growing autonomy, and their spiritual choices. And that's the end of the article. Hope you enjoyed listening. Doctors Dave Dolahite and Lauren Marks are both professors in the School of Family Life at Brigham Young University. The American Families of Faith Project shares research-based ideas about ways of making faith come alive in marriage and family life.